0: We're almost at Championship Weekend, but before we get there, we have tons to talk about with last weekend's games and coaching changes around the NFL. Stick around, it's Out of Bounds.
1: Welcome to Out of Bounds, I'm Addy Thomas. I'm David Adams. Don't forget to head on over to our website, talkoutofbounds.com. There's a ton of ways for you to interact with us. We'd love to hear what's on your mind. You can tweet us at Talk Out of Bounds. You can Facebook us, email us. As always, though, what we'd love is to actually put you on the show with us. You can leave us a voicemail. All that info and much more is on our website. Again, that's talkoutofbounds.com. While you're at our
0: website, please make sure to check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Rate and review us. It'll really help us actually grow our audience. We really could use your help spreading the word about the podcast. And also, new to any Android users, people like me, I love using the Stitcher app for all my podcasts. You can also subscribe to us on Stitcher. You can download the app there so it's much easier for you if you can still listen to the show easily. Again, that's Stitcher or iTunes. Both links are available on our website at talkoutofbounds.com. So, David, this past week, just really can't believe I missed the Saturday games.
1: Those were the really good games. Yeah, you missed the game. Well, the game of the weekend was the Patriots and the Ravens. That was by far the best game of the whole weekend and it was a good weekend.
0: So despite being down by 14 points twice and running the ball zero times in the second half for only about 14 yards total, Tom Brady and the Patriots outlasted the Ravens to keep their season and Super Bowl dreams alive. Brady played one of his best games, throwing for three touchdowns, running for a score, and only having one turnover against a Baltimore defense that it's gotten the better of him often in the past.
1: Absolutely insane how little they rushed the ball. Now, I know you didn't watch this, but I would love to know what you think about this. At the very end of the game, the Patriots picked off Flacco, who, by the way, had not thrown a pick in his last five playoff games. They picked off Flacco, didn't try to get a first down. John Harbaugh made a really interesting call. He waited until the very end to use his timeout. So the Patriots were forced to punt, and Flacco did almost throw a Hail Mary. The Patriots coverage unit batted it down. I aged about 20 years watching this (laughs) game. I was so stressed out. I paced. If I'd been wearing a Fitbit, I would have gone about 20,000 steps. I literally paced in a back corner of the the living room.
0: Well, the Panthers held their own for most of the game against Seattle, but Cam Chancellor had a crucial pick six in the middle of the fourth quarter that effectively ended the season for the Panthers. The Seahawks' offense was good, but the defense is what stood out by both forcing turnovers and also by keeping Cam Newton from getting into any sort of rhythm.
1: Yeah, I was a believer into the fourth quarter, and Cam Chancellor just just sucked the life out of the Panthers' season yeah. with that pick, which was an insane interception. So late in the fourth cam chancellor jumps in front of a of a pass by cam newton returns it the other way and it was just an insanely athletic play by chancellor and that was that was what really broke it, the game open for seattle but carolina did a great job they did hang in there after going seven eight and one yeah i, w- I was disappointed
0: that they weren't able to to go further in the playoffs but it's still impressive they got this far well, it's like an MVP performance from Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers overcame the Cowboys to Woo! earn a spot in the NFC title game. Dallas jumped out to an early lead, but Aaron Rodgers' three touchdown passes and a very important non-catch by Des Bryant were enough for Green Bay to hang on and win.
1: All right. What did you think? Was it a catch?
0: <sighs> I know by the rule, it technically isn't. I think it's a stupid rule, and just like Calvin Johnson should have had his catch, that should have been ruled a catch. And... Don't get me wrong, I'm happy that the Cowboys are out of the playoffs. Obviously. But it does suck to see a good play, especially on a fourth down, get taken away like that.
1: I think Adam Schefter said it really well when he tweeted out, good call by the refs, bad rule. And I totally, I totally agree with that sentiment. The interesting thing for me is it seems like, in my eyes, that if he hadn't tried to go for the touchdown, he probably would have had the catch. If he hadn't tried extending his body into the end zone, he pro- and he just kind of cradled the ball and, and gone to the ground with it, he probably would have had the catch. But even if that had happened, Green Bay would have had enough time to come back and score.
0: Yeah, but they wouldn't have been on nearly as short a field. No, I think, it's true. But- I think the, the one... The the one group of people that are a little bit happier right now are probably Lions fans because they feel <laughs> slightly vindicated for how they got screwed the week before. <laughs> well, Peyton Manning just couldn't get anything going against the Colts on Sunday, and he lost in the opening round of the playoffs for the ninth time in his career. After the game, it was revealed that Manning has been playing with a torn quad for about the last month, and the loss has left pretty much every possible offseason move imaginable on the table for the Broncos organization. On the other side, though, Andrew Luck and the Colts will advance to the first AFC title game under Chuck Pagano.
1: It's just insane that as little as this past Sunday, Peyton Manning was starting in... The divisional playoffs, the Broncos were the number two seed. And just within the last couple days, they've parted ways with their head coach. John Elway has told all the assistant coaches that they're free to look for work elsewhere. It's just crazy that that one game had such enormous repercussions for the organization. And it really did. It seemed odd that it was against the Colts because it really did feel kind of like that passing of the torch. Like, Andrew Luck was... Acting like a, a younger and more athletic Peyton Manning. Not as good of a passer as Manning is. Not but, yet, at but more True. Yeah. But much more athletic than Manning's pretty much ever been. I'm not totally shocked the Colts won. I'm totally shocked at how they won. I, I, there was like yeah. three minutes left in the game, and I was still thinking to myself, "Well, Peyton will bring him back. He's going to score a couple touchdowns. They're going to go to overtime or, or something like that. I didn't think it was going to be... Anywhere near that bad.
0: And you think with all the tools that Peyton had, you know, something would would pull together, you know, with the run game that they had and everything. But somehow they just couldn't they just couldn't pull it together. I was I was incredibly surprised, but happy that the Colts won.
1: Yeah, I was definitely happy for Indy. It was it's going to be nice to see Andrew Luck and what he does with kind of this next step. Uh, I don't know if he's going to come away with a win, but he's putting himself in position where he's getting experience to at least if not get to win this year. He's going to know what to do the next time he gets here because... A guy like that's going to get back here again.
0: So the NFL has obviously seen a ton of coaching changes, and typically we see that from a lot of bad teams, which we did, of course, this year. We've seen quite a bit of turnover. Kyle Shanahan at Cleveland, he's no longer the offensive coordinator there. That's one of the big changes. You know, you've obviously, you know, the Raiders are in in, in turnover right now. The Jets are in turnover. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Redskins are in turnover right now. You have, you have a lot of teams that have been making some changes, but we've also seen some teams that have also been contending making some changes this year Dick LeBeau who has had an incredible career with the Steelers their defensive coordinator left they mutually parted ways The which was sort of the exact same phrase that it's they used for you. Jim
1: Arbaugh it, it's not you it's me <laughs> you know I just couldn't take you seriously at all when you started talking about the Raiders changing around their organization. I mean, the Raiders had Dennis Allen as their head coach. They had, what's his name, Tom Cable, who's hitting people on the sideline. I mean, that's not just changes. That's like parole, you know, guys on parole getting jobs in your coaching You know
0: staff. what, though? We're not in a position to make fun of that anymore because we had Jim Zorn. And uh, who was Walmart. the guy who was like calling Bingo? <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: the offensive coordinator.
0: Yeah, the Redskins aren't aren't in, in good company there, unfortunately. But but Dick LeBeau, I crazy. mean, crazy,
1: crazy, crazy.
0: I'm surprised they didn't have patience to stick with
1: him. It seems like the decision was more made by him than the Steelers organization. It seems like the Steelers organization and the players were pretty surprised by this. And I have to believe that it's because Dick LeBeau sees his kind of key players, the Troy Palomalu, the James Harrison, he kind of sees that those players are on the wayside of their career, and, and maybe he's thinking he wants to go somewhere where he can... Install more of his own personnel than maybe he would have been able to with the Steelers, but still, a but those guys are
0: going to are most likely not going to be back next year because all of those guys are free agents. I Taylor saying, Maybe he
1: wants to go somewhere where there are already guys installed. Oh right, you won't right. have to be picking new guys,
0: right, and just rebuild a whole team, right? Yeah, Keith Butler, the linebackers coach, is actually going to be taking over for his position, but Dick LeBeau is going to be a great candidate for a ton of defensive coordinator openings that are happening throughout the league right now. And some that may open up, like potentially Todd Bowles may be leaving Arizona. And he could probably reunite with Bruce Arians over in Arizona. Or um, maybe even for the 49ers. I mean, LeBeau could be amazing just about anywhere. Obviously, i love him for the Redskins, but I doubt he's going to go there. <laughs> uh, then we also see that the Buffalo Bills made their their head coaching then we also see that the Buffalo Bills made a head coaching hire. They hired Rex Ryan. Ugh. <laughs>
1: You just don't like Rex, do you? <laughs> I don't like Rex. I don't like what he does to the Patriots. I, I don't like anything about Rex Ryan, and I really don't like that he's still in the AFC East. Oh, I'm all for it. I th- uh, I like. He is the
0: anti-Belichick in uh, so many ways. I know, but that's a bad thing. <laughs> I, no, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, I cheer for Rex Ryan against Belichick uh, every time. Uh, well, the funny thing though was he had been wanting to go to Atlanta. In fact, he was hoping to go there. Uh, back when that head coaching job opened when Mike Smith first got hired there. Um, But he actually felt that the Falcons didn't show enough interest after the interview and didn't schedule a second interview fast enough, and he felt wanted by the Bills. So that's why he went for the Bills instead of the Falcons, instead of waiting for them.
1: So it's, there you go. It's He's, like, it, it's really like settling for your ugly cousin. <laughs> That's really what it's like. You could have had the supermodel if you'd waited a little bit longer, probably.
0: Well, they've already brought in an offensive coordinator there with the Bills. Greg Roman, the former 49ers offensive coordinator, will be heading to Buffalo.
1: Crazy. It, it's insane to me that two really amazing organizations, the 49ers and the Broncos, are seeing such insane turnover. Because Greg Roman obviously was from San Francisco, like we were saying. San Francisco's organization has been getting gutted. The same thing with Denver. Just crazy that you can win... 12 games three years in a row bring home division titles Super Bowl appearances and it's not enough to keep your job and that's been the biggest one John Fox
0: if you hadn't heard already has left Denver as their head coach which is to me a complete surprise I mean you lose a game I mean obviously they've lost a couple playoff games here and there but they also made the Super Bowl last
1: year and they've had a historic offense 55 touchdowns it made a little bit more sense to me when I watched John Elway's press conference today, and he was talking about the personnel decisions that they that they really had differing opinions on. and It kind of made sense to me, because the Broncos are in such a quote-unquote win-right-now mentality with Peyton's age, and considering all the free agents that they've got coming up. It made sense to me. I don't agree with the coaching move, but it made sense to me.
0: It doesn't make sense to me, because... I think if you have a difference philosophically with what the Broncos have been doing, then it means your philosophy is, uh, I don't want to win. (laughs) Because John Fox has not only won with Peyton Manning, obviously with a great set of tools, with great receivers, a great running game, and now they've put together a good defensive game as well, but he won with Tim Tebow as well.
1: He did, but he won eight games and then got smoked by the Patriots in the divisional round. He still won with Tim Tebow, though. I know, but if John Elway's goal is to win a Super Bowl ASAP, this is a guy who's had three opportunities. He's had three opportunities of being either the one or two seed in the conference, and he's not gotten it done. And furthermore, he he coached a playoff game where the entire team just seemed to totally regress right in front of your eyes. Let me ask you this, though.
0: Who on earth... Is gonna be better than what the Broncos have been in the past several years.
1: Uh, I'm not I'm not saying I totally agree with the move, but I am saying it makes sense. If you if you wanna win right now and this guy hasn't, then it's time to try something new. If it's if it's not gotten you the results you want, try something new. It's not I, I think you keep reload. I no. think you keep reloading and, and trying again, but I, I get it though. if you can't get past the hump, if you can't quite win that trophy Try something new. It's a thought. I guess. I, I I think this is gonna not work I think this is gonna work out poorly for Denver in the Oh evening. yeah. I, I think they're gonna take a I think they're gonna take a step back. They may still be able to win the division because I don't know how well San Diego and Kansas City are gonna have their acts together, but I don't I don't know if they're gonna be able to get to another Super Bowl the the first year that they have a brand new head coach, new system, etc., cetera, et cetera. And who knows what players are gonna be back. They have a ton of free agents coming up, let alone Peyton Manning's uncertain future. They could be getting used to a new quarterback next year. It's not it's not off the table. Ton of changes coming to Denver. Ton of changes. So now we've got championship weekend ahead of us. One of my,
0: honestly, I enjoy championship weekend more than the Super Bowl. So I'm excited about this. Green Bay at Seattle. I'm picking I really want to pick Green Bay. I think Seattle Is the more complete team. I think they're going to do it.
1: Okay, first of all, this is not my favorite weekend. My favorite weekend is divisional weekend because I don't have to plan anything for my weekend because I'm going to watch football (laughs) on Saturday and Sunday. Now I only have one day, so it's not quite as good, although it's awesome. I'm going Green Bay. I didn't pick Seattle last week. I'm not going to pick them this week. And if they make the Super Bowl, I'm not going to pick them then. I just think there's still too much tape out on what they want to do and how they do it. That somebody can beat them. This is my issue. I thought that if you could shut
0: down Seattle's run game, then you'd be able to shut down that offense effectively. Russell Wilson was able to use Doug Baldwin. He was able to use his other receivers, guys, a lot of guys we've never heard of before, and they were able to generate enough offense to win.
1: Absolutely, he's good, but Aaron Rodgers is way better. Rodgers' offensive line is playing a lot better than they were in week one when they got smoked in Seattle. Aaron Rodgers' run game is way better than it was in Seattle. And, frankly, the defense is also better than they were week one against Seattle. Green Bay's playing a lot better. Aaron Rodgers is a guy who's been there and done that before. Don't forget that their Super Bowl year in 2010, they went into Atlanta when Atlanta was the number one seed and they, they were – the Super Bowl heavyweight favorite and they smoked him at home it's not out of the question for them to do that to Seattle and I still just think I still just stick with the philosophy of when there's so much tape out on you that unless you really change what you do after you win a Super Bowl you can't win another and the Seahawks really have not changed what they're going to do they're really good at everything they do that's the (laughs) thing (laughs) But, but I still think Green Bay can beat them I'm going Packers then we
0: have Indianapolis playing at New England. Now, I have all year I have not believed in the Colts. I thought they were going to be fourth in their division to be honest. I thought they were that bad when, when we were in the were, off season, You thought
1: they were worse than the Jags. Oh, I thought they were going oh. to be
0: um and I have not believed in them. And I have always picked against them and this week I'm going to continue picking against them because I do think New England's the better team. They're in Foxborough. But I'm hoping that I'm playing reverse psychology on fate or something right now and that the Colts will actually win. But I am
1: picking New England. This is kind of weird because I obviously want the Patriots to win so badly, so badly. I would love for the first year that I'm in my new house, the year I'm getting married, I would love for the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. That would just make me so happy. So last week I picked Baltimore to beat New England and New England won. So I'm going to pick the Colts because I want the Patriots to win. <laughs> let us
0: know what you think. If you think our picks are crazy, if our, any any of our analysis or comments are dumb or brilliant, whichever you think, please let us know. Again, you can join the conversation. Always just go to our website, talkoutofbounds.com. You can tweet us. You can Facebook us. You can email us. Or you can leave a voicemail. And can be right here on the show with us. Again, all of that is at talkoutofbounds.com.
1: Well, that's going to just about do it for our conference championship preview. Keep an eye out for our Super Bowl preview. Yes, it's that time. Super Bowl preview starting next week. We might even do two episodes on that. Keep an eye out for that real soon.